What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 48. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts, and our AI companion, HBot. As always, hello, Brett. Hello, HBot. Hello, everybody. I just feel like I said that like I was on speed. You are on speed. Mm. False. False statement. Secrets out. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. I, um... You know, just had a long day at work, and I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to relax a little bit, and now I'm here with you, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, feels good. Yeah, I also had an interesting day at work, um, and then right before this, before I came out of my uh, my office in HQ, if you will, and came up here, I was playing some Demon Souls again, which wow. I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, anyway. We're live yeah yes we are hello i'm wearing merch you're wearing merch hat so this is this is the the, the hat and that's that's the hat uh and this might be hard to see that's a shirt it's a limited edition shirt which you can only buy for an, another <sighs> 10 days actually that's so. right that is the limited edition weeb shirt Yes, kawaii haptic weeb. kawaii or haptic weeb kawaii edition. That's yes. right, that's right. This is the haptic weeb beanie. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I like it on the beanie. A lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I really like it too. I think it came out came out pretty good. It looks a little like thin when you don't wear it, like when you're mm-hmm. like holding it in your hand because it shrinks. But mm-hmm. then when you stretch it out on your head, it, it really looks good. Yeah. So. Well, shout out to Streamlabs for uh, making merch for us. Yeah, shit looks really good. It does. You could buy it. Uh, Streamlabs.com slash uh, Haptic Intel or something like that. Probably in our bio. <laughs> Check it out. I believe it is Streamlabs.com slash Haptic Intel slash Merch. Merch, yeah. Uh, but links in the uh, description on YouTube. Brett, today we got a lot to talk about. Oh, boy. I know a little bit of an awkward start to a stream here. I know we're both a little bit tired, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be that way for long. We have the Abysmal Chronicles, as always. We have some in my opinion, some very abysmal news uh, in there this week. Uh, not that it's relegated for just abysmal news, which I know we've talked about a lot. It doesn't really make sense, but it doesn't matter. Um, then we have the main topics for this week. We're going to be talking about quantum dream, quantum, <laughs> quantic dream, um, and their foray possibly into a Star Wars game. Uh, Persona 5's 25th anniversary, which... Uh, it's going to be a year-long event. Uh, God of War release date rumors. Uh, and then for Indie Intel this week, we have a little game called Industria for you all. But before we hop into any of that, Brett, media consumption update. I'm going to go first this week. Like I said, right before this, I was playing a little Demon Souls, which you and I have been. Uh, I finally did what I needed to right before this. Uh, Dan is in the chat. He says, up, boys? What's up, Dan? Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so I've been playing Demon Souls with you, uh, and mainly, you know, we're trying to get through uh, our friend Sean, who just started the game. We're on New Game Plus. Sean is not on New Game Plus. Uh, the game is very hard on New Game Plus. Uh, it's not easy. The difficulty curve is ridiculous. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. And the what I did right before we started was I got the other key that I needed to get the other key that I needed to then go free the Yuria, the witch that I needed so I could make boss soul uh, spells. 
and miracles. Yeah. So I did that myself. I appreciate you helping me yesterday get that one key. Uh, I realized what I needed to do was actually way easier than what I thought it was. Uh, and the, where I needed to go was before the tower night. Um, and then where I needed to go after that was right after the tower night. So I didn't actually need to go near all those officials again. So that's right. What else? Um, I feel like we watched a movie this weekend. Maybe I'm wrong, actually. I did not watch a movie with you. Okay. I don't think I watched a movie this weekend. Yes, I did. Maniac from the 70s. Well, 79, 80, uh, which was really good. Um, that's we it, actually, dude. We had our uh, good friend Dave from uh, Maryland in the Air Force. He That's uh, right. He came came home and we hung out with him for a little bit so not so much watching movies when we were hanging out but uh right. played a lot of board games that's true we did played a lot of board games um i really don't think i watched anything else um uh what we do in the shadows yep. which is slick but yeah i mean kind of a lull uh been busy with some stuff uh and you and i were busy finishing something last week which i don't know i don't think we're quite ready to discuss that yet if at all uh so put a pin in that. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff coming out this week I'm excited for. Midnight Mass, which we have a, a uh, exclusive screening that we're going to for that, for the first two episodes. The problem with that is I watch AEW on Wednesday nights. So, And I, I would just skip Dynamite this week, but dude. It doesn't start till 9, this, this screening. A, so. AEW's on the, at, at 10. At till 10. Well, if you don't go to the exclusive screening, you're bad. But AEW, it's the Grand Slam event. Mm -hmm. It's like they've been like, it's like a pay-per-view basically on TV. Right. So I don't know if I can miss that. And if that's the case, Josh, um, and I will be missing the Midnight Mass screening, if it's possible, I would like to give my uh, screening permission, if possible, to one of our viewers. So, oh, uh, Perhaps that's something that I will be doing. Uh, so stay tuned. You got to go to my Twitter at Brett Rob. And when I get the code, which I should get or the link tonight or tomorrow, I will probably tweet about giving it out. So go okay. follow me on there. I like yeah. that little giveaway. All right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Because um, I had thought about doing a stream maybe after that um, of just something and discussing it, but. If you're not well, going to watch it, maybe not. Well, there's... Okay, so whoever is the person that takes my code has to join you on stream and <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's yeah. a great idea, though. That's a, it's a good idea. You should. I think you should with or without me. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk about more. But anyway, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, lots of other stuff coming out this week, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah. That's it. What do you got? So I've been playing Demon Souls with you, obviously, as you said. Um, you mm -hmm. know, getting our ass kicked in New Game Plus. Mm -hmm. It just—it's not fun, but it is fun at the same time. How mm -hmm. comedically abysmal it is. Uh, so I'm just going to stop talking about Demon Souls. I, I've also been playing an indie game called Eastward that just came out. It's very much inspired by like Earthbound mm. or Mother. Mm. Um, very stylish, very cute. Mm -hmm. uh, I love it. I love it so far. I haven't really played much of it, but I'm, I'm really digging it. Um, Pokemon Go, I played a lot this weekend because they did a community day. Nowhere near as much as our friend Sean played, but uh, a decent amount. Got to get mm -hmm. that shiny Pokemons, so I did that. 
uh, shows what I'm watching. What We Do in the Shadows, just like you. Uh, mm-hmm. That show is phenomenal. If you're not watching it, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Dave on FX. It's been over and I've been done watching it. But mm-hmm. last night were the Emmys and they didn't get a single uh, Emmy. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking abysmal. And also they literally had him come out and like do a performance. But it was literally just him covering Bismarcky. Uh, you say he's just a friend which is abysmal. Uh, no offense, Bismarcky, rest in peace, uh, my man. But, uh, you know, Dave could have performed like one of his own songs or or something. So that was abysmal. Gato was there and he looked fresh. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I also am watching the show Heels on Stars, which I mm-hmm. mentioned mm-hmm. like a week ago or something. That show fucking slaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's good. I watched Dark Side of the Ring, which is a wrestling documentary show. They just did an episode called um, The Plane Ride from Hell which details a plane ride that happened in WWF back in like 2002 in which uh, Ric Flair was spinning his penis around like a helicopter blade in front of uh, women and telling them to grab it. Um, Kevin Nat or not Scott Hall. I'm sorry. Scott Hall was uh, telling women he was going to lick them. Hmm. Uh, They talk about Brock Lesnar flashing his penis in the locker room to people. So a lot of bad things happened and, um, a lot of people are in trouble, so that's oh, fun. The, yeah. the wrestling world's very up, very up bad. in arms right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I recommend watching that. And then also, uh, we both played COD Vanguard. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Beta. Oh, I forgot about that. If you want our opinions on it, just just go look at our, our Twitters. Yeah. Dan in our chat says, I got three shiny Oshawats, dude. Nice. I got one <laughs> and it's really, it sucks very bad. But uh, I like to tell Josh all the time that it doesn't matter to me like what their stats are because I just transfer them to Pokemon Sword and Shield anyway. So, or yeah. the home or whatever. So. Right. Uh, That's awesome though. Very cool. All right, Brett, why don't we go ahead and hop into the Abysmal Chronicles and uh, tell people what it is and tell me what we got. Yeah. Uh, so the Abysmal Chronicles is a new segment we started on the show a couple weeks ago. And basically we will uh, break down a couple stories that were just a little too abysmal to make it onto the show as main topics. So we're going to start here by talking about some upcoming game releases, Josh. Uh, I think this is going to be a standard for the Abysmal Chronicles moving forward. I just saw one of one of these and I can't believe it. <laughs> so Kenna... <laughs> Uh, comes out on September 21st, which right. at the time we're live right now recording this, uh, it is actually tomorrow. So that I is hope correct. It's good. Me too. Uh, I still don't know what that game is. Uh, I'm I not excited it about is. it. I couldn't care less. Um, and yeah, I wish I knew what it was because it looks cool, but that's it. And you said that they didn't make the review embargo until the game released, right? Yeah. The review embargo, I believe, is 3 a.m. Eastern time today. Uh, and they didn't really send out any, or they didn't send out any review codes, period. So um, that's usually not a good sign. That's us. Usually not a good sign. Not that I'm saying it's going to be bad, but, you know, everybody's online today talking about, ooh, the photo mode and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, dude, but what the fuck is your game, bro? Ew, I, I never say that. I didn't like that. Bro. Yeah, anyway. Um... So yeah, Kenna uh, comes out tomorrow. Death Stranding Director's Cut comes out September 24th, which is just in a couple days. Lost Judgment, which I completely forgot was even a fucking thing, comes mm-hmm. out September 24th, uh, same day as Death Stranding Director's Cut. You know which one you guys got to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hot Wheels Unleashed. Is yeah, this is the one that September 30th. Mind. Yeah. It looks good. It looks like a good a good time. 
I don't know about any of those other games, uh, but DSDC is what I will be delving into. Um, well, I think you're wrong. And I think as Dan says in our chat, diagnosis, chronic abysmality. That's right. That's Josh. Uh, all right. So that's all the releases I have for you now. We're going to uh, jump into you know actual topics now. So Battlefield 2042 mm-hmm. has been delayed by nearly a month, Josh. That's right. Uh, good. Because uh, if it's anything like Call of Duty Vanguard, the game those games could use years longer. So I'm excited for uh, Battlefield, though. I don't really care about the delay, honestly. I don't really care if that game ever comes out, but I'll play it and it'll be fun. So. It's unfortunate. I, I was kind of hoping it was sooner, but uh, yeah, it's, re- it's releasing November 19th. So if you're excited for that, uh, you're going to have to wait just a little bit longer. That's right. The next story, Naughty Dog is back in the mocap studio working on a mystery project. This mm-hmm. comes from Games Radar. Senior cinematic animator Marianne Hayden shared a photo from inside the mocap studio. Noting, very important here, she's wearing a The Last of Us 2 shirt, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, and also one of the people in the shot, actor and stuntman Mark Musashi, performs stunts in The Last of Us 2. Mm. Uh, here's my take on this. This is mocap for the uh, multiplayer game that they're doing, the standalone multiplayer game. Yep. Um, just using context clues. And my other thought is that multiplayer game that is not out yet. Uh, that was supposed to be, it was kind of talked about almost as like a DLC for The Last of Us 2. Um, yep. like a factions type of thing. I think that game is bigger than we think it is. Um, and I think it's going to be more than just multiplayer in the sense that I think there might be some co-op horde-like elements in it as well. Yeah, I can see that. So I definitely thought it was the multiplayer as well. So that's all I got for you. Okay, uh, next up, Call of Duty Vanguard beta players are already are already reporting cheaters. This one comes from Games Radar. So video evidence has surfaced online of players using wall hacks and other cheat systems in Call of Duty Vanguard's beta. Vanguard's well-publicized all-new anti-cheat system, which is also coming to Battle Royale Warzone, is simply not available yet. Is it going to launch with the game? When is it coming? It's supposed because... to. It's supposed to. The anti-cheat is supposed to go into place, I think, at like right before the next game's launch. Um, I just think it's funny that this game is so bad um it's terrible uh we played it it's awful why why doesn't go, do anything new go away go away call of duty forever honestly is that a nifty 50s cup do you have a milkshake in there ah, i see you just saved the cup from before yeah no okay i got excited for a second you don't save the cup I haven't saved one of those cups. No. I'm bad. Why have you not? I don't know. And we actually literally got one this weekend, the day that you weren't with us. We went for frosty chocolate milkshakes. It's a long drive. We wanted milkshakes. You guys went to uh, Philadelphia all the way from Japan, where HQ is. Pretty cool. Anyway, um, Snapchat is getting an Among Us clone from Zynga. This one comes from The Verge. Uh, Zynga is bringing a social deception game called Revamp to Snapchat's games platform soon. The developer announced last Friday. 
Players in Revamp aim to reveal who the vampire player is among their friends while they renovate the rooms of an old mansion. Sounds like it does literally nothing different. It's an exact clone, and I don't care about it. Um, yeah, I think it's cool that they have games in Snapchat, but I just think that if you're going to do something like this, just get the property. Among Us has said that they're willing to work with developers on crossovers. I mean, they wanted to do it with Fortnite mm -hmm. when Fortnite ripped off of them. So, uh, yeah, this is stupid and it's, not good. Yeah, who, who cares, dude? Uh, and then I think finally, is this the last story in the Abysmal Chronicles? It is. Uh, Nintendo's latest FCC filing reveals a mysterious new controller, Josh. Yes. Uh, this one comes from The Verge as well. Nintendo may have a new wireless controller in the works based on this new FCC listing the company filed on Thursday. The new device has received the model number HAC-043. Which, if it matters... 043. Is one of uh, one model number higher than Nintendo's wireless SNES controller from 2019? Mm -hmm. Yes. The device is wireless and uses Bluetooth, and it appears to draw more power at 3.5 milliwatts, megawatts. I don't know the abbreviation for electricity uh, than the Joy-Cons 2.7 uh, MWs. The FCC label placement, which can sometimes reveal a bit more about how a device actually looks, also suggests whatever it is would be a departure from the single label that the Joy-Con use. So, what are your thoughts? I have my uh, ideas. I actually have it in the notes there. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? Well, I just hope that this means that they're going to release like another controller peripheral, I guess. Yeah. Um, that would be my hope. Um I don't know if there's more insight I have to it than that, though. So this is kind of my my theory here is that there's also rumors that the Nintendo 64 games are going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch Online Library very soon, mm -hmm. and I think it's po and Game Boy and Nintendo DS potentially, and I think that this could possibly be a controller to align with that announcement, kind of like they did with the SNES controllers. Yeah. So it could be a wireless N64 controller that works on your uh, on your Switch. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, especially, you know, if uh, I don't know, I, I maybe they are releasing like another slate of games on, you know, for the. Uh, online you know nintendo online or whatever it is those things and maybe they want to release something in tandem with this like that but yeah i agree with you yeah well that's all i have for you in the abysmal chronicles today josh however i do want to say something that is abysmal that should be on the abysmal chronicles josh did you know that now 75 percent of all of our viewers on youtube are not subscribed oh my god haptic intel it's getting worse it's getting worse, but it, it's getting worse, but it's okay because at least people are watching, right? It's true. People are watching. Well, you know what they say, Brett, if that number doesn't get better. What do we say? Mm -hmm. HBOC is going to start swimming with the fishes. HBOC will start swimming with the fishes. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, subscribe if you're not. Subscribe. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us. Um, and with that, Josh, I think it's time to roll the intro. <laughs>
Alright, Brett. Down to the theater now. Our first topic for the day. What do you got? Quantic Dream is making the Star Wars, brother. A new Star Wars game from Quantic Dream has been rumored to have been in development for the last 18 months, my friend. 18 months. So, those of you, obviously, that don't know, I guess, uh, real quick, we'll go through it, that um, Quantic Dream, uh, makers of Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, um, Beyond Two Souls, you know, those kind of games. Well, basically, their contract with Sony has ended, and French YouTuber... Gouts? Gouts. Gouts. Whatever. Um, said that their contract was done with Sony and that they will be signing with Disney. So why is this interesting, Brett? Well, Tom Henderson, uh, who we've talked about before on the channel, a uh, famous leaker, um, claims in a report on Dual Shockers that the game, this rumored Quantic Dream Star Wars game, has been in development for 18 months and has now moved into full production. Okay. He also highlights that Quantic Dream's Twitter account had liked a tweet that suggested they were working on a Star Wars game. Okay. Um, so before I move into a little bit more about that, what are your initial thoughts about this? I did not know the bit about them signing a contract with Disney. Yeah. Well, rumored, but yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I mean, that kind of opens up the potential here for not just Star Wars, but quite a few properties that I would like to see them tackle. You know? Yeah. So, but they're a little edgier than Disney, though. Yeah, they typically are. Um, but let me let me let me continue here with this. Okay. Uh, and this actually now is from uh, Kotaku. This next part, uh, unfortunately. Um, so Kotaku uh, confirmed that they heard now from a third source about this rumor. Um, so besides the other two that we mentioned, so Tom Henderson and um, the French YouTuber, uh, Gaudi or whatever it was. Um, and according to this individual, Kotaku says Quantic Dream has indeed been working on a Star Wars game for approximately a year and a half, um, but that it will not be the conventional type of quick time event driven game that we've come to expect from them. Instead, they said the game will have more traditional action gameplay and possibly even open world and multiplayer elements. What do you think about that? I'm not sure how to feel because I feel like they're known for their for what they do. It's their bread and butter, you know, their cinematic their cinematic games, their button presses, you know, mm -hmm. multiple multiple timelines or multiple branching paths right right so i don't know i mean listen all their games are always you know top of the line graphically um the technology is always top of the line they always make their games look good and play good for the most mm -hmm. part um so yeah i don't i don't know i really don't know I, I i don't imagine them making a multiplayer or an open world game but uh if they're you know clipping their wings and spreading their wings and sucking some wings and uh sucking some winks it seems it seems weird to me that they would do that not that they can't i mean obviously they can do whatever they want who the hell am i but i feel like they perfected their niche of gameplay 
with Detroit, yeah. Yeah. Um, how it's presented, how the QTEs work, how their branching narratives work, how playing different characters work, how all the stories intertwine. And that was always really compelling to me. Uh, and it was also really a nice break from, you know, open world multiplayer <laughs> action yeah. games. So um, I don't know how I feel about this if that is the case. Because to me, it'd be way more interesting that they do a Star Wars game that is their style, right? Like, imagine the narratives and the cool crap that you could do and the cinematic storytelling that you could do with a game, you know, in their previous styles, so. Yeah. There's just a lot of speculation right now and a lot of things that are hard to imagine. You can't really picture what this is going to look like. Um, they're kind of going more of like a Jedi Fallen Order, but like mm. an open world or like a, like a cyberpunk type mm. of experience here rather than what we're akin to. I mean, I was, when I first heard this, I thought it was going to be like Telltale's The Walking Dead uh, or Telltale in general, I should say, style, uh, you know, Quantic mm -hmm. Dream style game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the Disney thing is the most interesting part to me because that just opens the door. If they signed a contract with them, it makes me think they're going to be doing multiple properties and, uh, you know, possibly some Marvel stuff or mm. traditional Disney properties i don't know but uh yeah well time will tell uh i like though that seemingly lucasfilm disney is going off with different studios now uh thankfully since ea botched that license so bad yeah so besides besides remedy or not remedy yeah besides respawn respawn yeah yeah i don't think they should trust one single publisher with the rights ever again no not at all idea. And why? Why? Why limit yourself? Not when, EA, especially. Yeah. Why? Why limit yourself either? You know, when you could have multiple studios do different things with Star Wars. You know. Well, EA is like this massive publisher with massive amounts of money, and they're like, we can make so many different games, different mm -hmm. styles of games. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure it sounded appealing at first to to Disney. Yeah. And Lucasfilm. Unfortunately, EA sucks. EA does suck. Okay, Bert, let's move on to our next topic, shall we? Yes. Atlas, publisher of Persona, opens English Persona 25th anniversary site and promises, quote-unquote, game information. So this information comes from Push Square, obviously, as you can see behind us, um, and is now mirroring a Japanese version of the site. And basically, Atlas has opened this website, which let me pull up really quickly. There it is for Persona's 25th anniversary, um, and has promised, quote, a year-long campaign from September 2021 to fall 2022. And they said the campaign will feature, quote, exciting announcements, including 25th anniversary merchandise, events, collaborations, and even game information. End quote. It's been, what, five years since Persona 5 first launched? 2015, yeah. So I think it's about time. It is about time. And here's so they're gonna do a bunch of anniversary stuff, right? I think we might get which it's been a while since we talked about it now, but there was like a rumored mobile game and some other things here and there have to do having to do with Persona. So I think over the, the next 
months we will get those officially announcements releases merchandise all leading up till next year right towards the end of next year fall of next year so around this time next year the announcement like some big kind of concert anniversary type thing for persona 6 and then that game will launch in 2023 early 2023 uh, simultaneously internationally i like your prediction so that's what i got for you i think so we could speculate on other things that we think we're going to see um throughout this year so i think that one thing that i one thing i really want josh is i want a persona collection on playstation 5 and xbox well maybe not xbox well maybe xbox no playstation 5 exclusive um okay and 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 pc and i think they should at least port the rest of their games like because they did persona 4 golden right mm-hmm. so i think they should do a bunch of pc ports i think they should port all of their from persona 4 3 up till well i guess 3 and 4 i guess is what i'm trying to say on ps5 and ps4 um and you know what dare i say it god damn it give me persona 4 golden on the switch because whoa i will play the fuck out of it again whoa yeah you think they would really put it on the switch no nah, i think i think pc and maybe playstation consoles are where it will end up yeah uh, but yeah yeah for sure yeah that's what i think man i mean listen persona 6 I feel like we waited for Persona 5 for so long and we don't even seven have an years. official. Yeah, we don't even have an official. But when did they reveal it? Was it like a seven year wait from when they announced it to it came out? It was, I think, so that game launched 2015 in the West. It launched in 2014 in Japan. I believe it was announced in 2012. Mm. So a couple of years before that. Um, but... They might not be doing that this time around because if you remember, last time there was what came out afterwards was that they they scrapped or shelved the original idea for Persona Five, which was supposed to be this expansive narrative across multiple areas and not just in one city, and they scrapped it due to some stuff that happened in Japan um, with those natural disasters, uh, and then you know Persona Five ended up becoming the Japan centric type of story that it was so you know yeah um yeah interesting well you know what another thing that i would really like it's not quite persona but it's atlas and it's kind of something they do every time they are releasing a new persona game they release like a game in between right Mm -hmm. right between four and five we had Catherine, i believe Mm -hmm. right um yeah yeah, and they tested out some of the new tech for five in Catherine. Right. So I, I kind of hope we go back to that. It, what was it called? The Golden Playhouse series, or something? something like that. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a, a franchise, a series, like an anthology, mm. uh, and we never got another one. So I think with the success of Catherine Full Body, perhaps we'll get like a a game like that. I, I truly don't know, but um, yeah, I'm really holding out for Persona Four and Three. You know what? I, I'm not giving three enough credit. I haven't actually played three all the way through. Yeah, so I, I would really like three. Uh, yeah, I would love a proper, you know? not even port. I would love a proper like remaster, almost remake of three, because my main issue with three is that it's just it's just really old now, and while it's still playable and it's not super clunky, I think it could definitely use a fresh coat of paint, and especially some more fine tuning with that Tartarus system or whatever it is, which 
So my thing is that there's <clears throat> no definitive edition of the game because true. You have FES mm -hmm. on the PS3, which has certain features like you know cutscenes and whatnot, and then you have Portable, mm -hmm. which introduces a an, an female main character, and then you could also choose who you are targeting in battle and play as your companions, whereas like Persona 4 mm -hmm. and 5. Mm -hmm. Whereas I believe FES, you can't control your teammates. They just do fuck whatever they want. So um, they need to combine both of those games and create like a definitive experience, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, out of all the other announcements besides Persona 6, I think a Persona <clears throat> 3 definitive whatever thing would be the most interesting to me. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Well, let's move on, Josh. I know this is something that uh, you and I talked about last night off camera. So I think you and I both figured it would make for an interesting topic here today. Yes, sir. So God of War has some release date rumors, Josh. Uh, the official PlayStation website has now listed God of War Ragnarok under the coming soon section. Hmm. Which means the game is coming soon. Um, <laughs> there's still no release date or even a release year for the title as of right now. Um, we did, however, get an action-packed trailer at the last PlayStation Showcase, which showed Josh a lot more than I thought we would see. Mm -hmm. The game, to me, looks like it's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. The game's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the trailer, <clears throat> one of the new characters, Angerboda, which is uh, Loki's uh, wife, I guess you could, you could call her companion. She says, "You'll get your answers soon enough." Well, some of them. Is that a tease, Josh? That we're going to get a release date soon? We might see a release date soon. What does that mean? It means. Uh, listen, you and I diverge on the status of this game. Here's the thing, and I hope I'm wrong. I really, truly do. There's a couple of reasons why I think this game is further away than we think it is. One, there is no release date shown at the PlayStation event. This is a game that's now been in development almost five years, right? We're going on five years, four and a half, five years. Yeah, five years, yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, I don't know why you wouldn't show a release date for it, right? Now, you could say, well, maybe they just didn't want to shoot themselves in the foot. Maybe they don't really have to because of Horizon. Um, or maybe it's because they're not confident on when they can release it yet because there's a lot more that needs to be done, which is fine. I mean, I want them to take their time with it. Uh, but B, this coming soon thing is weird for me. Again, a game that's been in development for so long, where's the release date? And number three, Corey Barlog himself, who is not the director of this game, but is still working on it in some sort of executive capacity, said, let me find the exact quote here. Um, when he talked to somebody called Captain Kuba... <laughs> an interview with Captain Kubu, who I believe is just a God of War streamer uh, or a content creator. Um, 
you know, they were talking about spending nearly four and a half, almost five years on it, not doing a, another game after this, like a Norse trilogy, if you will, like that. This will be the last one because it's been 15 years or whatever. But you know what else Corey Barlog did say, Brett? What's that? He skated around the topic of a release date and said, quote unquote, when it is ready. I think they're worried that with all the COVID, you know, stuff that happened, <clears throat> I think they're worried they're going to have to push the game back than their initial, their initial date. And I think, you know what? It got pushed. I think the game got pushed back, but it just doesn't matter. Internally, we, yeah. Yeah, we just didn't know the date. Right. Um, so I just, the and the, the biggest, weirdest thing that I'm still going to be hung up on is the release date. No release window, no release date, no smell of when this game is projected to be now we know horizons coming out february february 18th february 18th do they even need god of war next year i don't think so as far as like big releases go you're the guy that keeps complaining that playstation 5 has no games i do i'm saying no 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 no, no, no. i'm saying we need we needed this game last year this game should be out already this should be done, and it should be a PS5 exclusive. It should be out in my hands right now, which is why I'm, you know, so sorry for my own opinion. But I think from PlayStation's perspective, the, if you put, um, what's it called, Horizon in February, right? You would either put this game in summer of next year, God of War, you'd put in summer of next year, June, July area, right? Or... You would just scrap that and wait until the following February and release it. Because there's no track record for Sony releasing games in the fall. There's no first-party exclusive games that have been released in the fall, except for Des- or, um, Days Gone. This game's coming out April or May. You're wrong. Why would they release one of their biggest franchises in February, and then two months later release the other biggest franchise this in their catalog? Coming April... No, that May. just makes no sense. This makes no sense. It's coming April. Listen, my friend, I'm going to agree to disagree with you, and I'm telling you this game, if it comes out next year, it will be in the summer. Do you want to know when you're going to get like, More likely it'll be 2023. Do you want to know when you're going to get this game? I would like to know when it's going to come out, yes. I'll tell you. You're wrong. You'll get your answers soon enough. Well, yeah, and the December PlayStation experience. Some of them. And the yeah. December PlayStation experience when they tell us that this game is either June or July of next year or February of 2023. This game's coming May or... It's not. April. It's not. It's just not. Listen, and you know what? If it does, if it does, then you know what? If I'm sure we'll be streaming whatever event at this point that it's going to be announced at, right? Either the PlayStation Experience or the Game Awards, right? And if we are, and if, you know, they're like, hey, this game's coming out in April or May or whatever of 2022, I will, I don't know. I don't think you're wrong with the summer assessment. I think that's No, but that's not what you said. You said April or May. So I'm telling you right now, if that's the case, then Spring. I'll do something. And if not, then you're going to do something. So that's not... I'm not doing anything. Oh, I'm yeah, you are. I'm agreeing with you that summer, summer is fair. Summer but is I, fair, but more likely 2023. No, summer is fair, but more likely April, May. <laughs> so uh, that's that. And uh, you heard it here. Do your research.
Read between the lines. You'll get your answers. Soon enough, yeah, I get it. Okay, cool. Anyway, you have anything else to say about this abysmal game? Uh, it's my most anticipated game that we know about right now. I agree. And can we both agree that it should be a PlayStation 5 exclusive? It should be a PlayStation 6 exclusive. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's move on to our final topic of the day, shall we? Yes. A segment we always do. It's around at the show called Indie Intel. Today, Brett, we're talking about a little game called Industria. Industria. I like it. And I'm going to queue up a video behind me here uh, while I read some flavor text to you. Industria is a first-person shooter that takes you from East Berlin into a parallel reality. Shortly before the end of the Cold War, on the search for a missing work colleague, you decipher a dark past in mysterious parallel dimension. To set the scene for you, Brett. It's Berlin, 9th of November, 1989. The streets are full of people. After four decades of division, thousands of cars are rolling across the inner German border. The wall is finally open. At the time, at the same time, a man disappears in a secret research facility near East Berlin. His goodbye message reaches you too late. You drive back to the office where the state security has already destroyed all records of the research project. The complex is deserted and empty. The search for Walter takes you deep into the center of the facility, right into the heart of the universe where time seems to stand still. And I just want to say how slick I am for timing that up with the fucking the, the trailer behind me, okay? I'm just going to tell you that right now. That was pretty good. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is an indie game. Um, it is not on Kickstarter or anything like that. But you can wishlist it on Steam. And Brett, even more importantly than this game looking... I mean, very good. Like, really good. It's made by a small team of, I think they said, six people? Uh, they're called Bleak Mill. Bleak Mill, yeah. And it's, um, I think the actually, the creator on Twitter, oh yeah, here it is. Industria is about four hours long, priced at $20, single-player story, the company's first game, and it's made by two to six people in their free time. Wow. So. Yeah, it comes out September... 30th correct september 30th described as an indie action adventure fps with a female protagonist mm -hmm. it is atmospheric it's first person single player and a little bit of horror as well yeah um and i believe somebody compared it to like um sorry i'm looking through screenshots now there's like it some sort of david lynchian twist oh it reminds me of like that game atomic hearts a little bit yeah which isn't out yet but these these little like robot creatures that he has in this game mm -hmm. um they remind me of atomic hearts but also like the attention to detail in the ai and the animation is like so cool mm -hmm. as you watch these like robots without even like they don't have heads it reminds me of like the um what's that the university that creates those robots that walk on their own and shit the, the oh, robots yeah 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 they like walk and shit like that's what these robots look like and the ai is like the animations are like spot on for that yeah like a clumsy robot, you know? Mm -hmm. So the scenery just looks awesome. Yeah, it does. So listen, um, Wishlist this game on Steam uh, comes out very soon. So, I mean, this, I mean, we're streaming right now. This, obviously, and you'll see the full thing, but we'll release it separately as well, which will be out prior to um, the game's launch. Um, so Wishlist it on Steam, and then follow Industria over on Twitter. I'm actually, I don't think I, oh, I am following them on Twitter. Um and yeah, support them. 
and uh, follow the creator, which I am right now, Industria Dave. Um, wow, he's actually followed by some really big people, uh, including Alex Battaglia from um, uh, Digital Foundry. So, cool. Oh, and follow nice. Bleak Games. And now I'm just following people on Twitter. So, <laughs> oh. anything else you want to say about this uh, game? The game looks pretty rad. Go check it out. All right. Industria. Check it out, folks. Remember, do you remember Kazoozles? Sweet Tarts Ropes, they're called now. I remember Kazoozles. Yeah, you just took me really far back with your uh, naming of Kazoozles there. Why? Your fingers smell a, like it? I had a pack of them for uh, on the way home after work. Wow. And my fingers smell like kazoozles. Wow. Good stuff. I haven't had... I maybe tried them once when they changed the name, and that was it. Because one of the appeals of eating a kazoozle was the fact that you could have it, right? You'd be eating it, and somebody would be like, what are, you, what are you eating over there? And you'd be like, well, it's a fucking kazoozle. And then they look at you like what the fuck is a kazoozle? And then you're like, let me tell you about kazoozles. It's got more Z's in the name than any other thing in the world. Yeah. Dude, we used to, if you remember a house I lived in uh, a while ago when we were in high school, we used to walk down to a little quickie mart down there and get packets of kazoozles. I do remember that. Ten years ago. Yeah. More. More than that. Yeah, actually, way more than that. Well, not way more, but yeah, like no, twelve, twelve years ago. Yeah. Anyway, I want some kazoozles now. Where Where'd you get them? Where'd you find them? They sell them at Wawa. Okay. Called Sweet Tart Ropes. They're the same exact thing. <sighs> really fucking stupid name. Yeah. Well, I guess they figured because no one was buying them because they didn't know what a kazoozle was. So I know what a kazoozle is. If you know, you know. You know. Well, yeah, and it was a Wonka product. And what now it? it's just Sweet Tarts Rope. Is Sweet Tarts a Wonka subsidiary? I assume they're all by the same company, yeah. Well. Wonka Sweet Tart, Soft and Chewy Ropes, formerly Kazoozles. Yep. Hmm. Well, thanks for there sharing. You have it. You're welcome. And thank you all for watching. Have to cast episode 40-something, 40 48. Um... If you liked it, make sure that you subscribe because what did you say here? What is it? 75%? Yeah, 75. 75% of people that watch our content who we you know, appreciate very much are not subscribed. So if you're not, make sure you do. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with your friends. Make sure you follow us on Twitch um, and do all of that good stuff. Make sure you buy the merch. We have it. Um, if you have ideas for special merch or other things that you want to see from some of our videos then i don't know drop us a line somewhere by leaving a comment or adding us on twitter speaking of follow us on all of our social medias mainly twitter it's where we're most active um and facebook and instagram and twitch and youtube and mixer and <laughs> mixer doesn't DVNR? exist anymore dvnr mm -hmm. github Club Penguin? Um, Club Penguin. That's right. Uh, add us on PSN. But yeah, no, for real, all of our social links are in the description. Do you want to add anything else, Brett? Yeah, my Neopets isn't in the link tree, but if you want to just DM me on Twitter and I'll send you my Neopet. Account. Okay. 
Make sure you follow us on TikTok too. We have some uh, some seasonal TikToks going up every whenever I remember to do it. A couple of days <laughs> over yeah. on TikTok. Uh, there's a couple of good ones up over there, uh, clipped from a recent phasmophobia stream uh, and our PlayStation experience stream from our uh, friend Christian over at um, Save, Save before quitting. So. Anyway, Brett, what else? You want, you want to say anything else before we wrap up here? I know it's kind of a short one, and we're a little tired, but you know what? It is, is what it, it is. Is it short? How long was it? Well, not really. Almost an hour. That's what we do over here, though, you know? We bang them out. Yeah, we we bang it out. That's right. We know? bang. It's like 7.30 on the East Coast, and um, I didn't even eat dinner yet. Same. I actually I can smell it um, coming from my house. Mm. Across the street from HQ, so I just smell kazoozles on my fingers. <laughs> all right, folks, thank you very much for watching. We will uh, check you next time. Do all of this this stuff. Goodbye. <laughs>